Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that all life is interconnected and interdependent. And spirituality and ancient wisdom has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. So science is just now catching up. But what that means really is that we are all connected, we are all one. So what you do to another person, you're doing, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is self-empowerment with June Cortum. Cortum. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so bad with last name. June Cortum. June, I met, I had the honor of meeting June in person this past September at the Afterlife Symposium in Arizona. And June is the executive director and founder of the Gathering Lighthouse near Chicago. So, June, welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. Thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you so much, Caroline, for having me. I'm really happy to be here with you today, just like we were back over in Arizona. We had a great conversation sitting at the table outside in that heat, right? Yes, and it was beautiful. We to, yes, and we got to know each other a little bit. And uh-oh, June's iPhone just, um, she's connecting with her iPhone, and uh, we'll wait, she'll come back. We've been having a little bit of connection problem, and I just realized I don't have on my headset, I can hear her better. There she is, she's back with us, no problem. Okay, I'm back. Uh, okay, um, give me a okay, second, because so we're not, now we're... I, don't, I don't have your audio, not here, oh, wait a second, no, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> okay. Hey, now? now I can hear you. It wasn't you. It was <laughs> I was okay. just plugging in after we lost you for a few seconds. I realized I had a phone call coming in. I didn't know how to stop that. I see. Okay, that's right, because you're using your iPhone. And I right. and I I don't have a smartphone. So, so I couldn't I wouldn't even know how to tell you how to stop that. I'm a computer person. I have three computers that I work with. So that's why the reason I don't and my, my listeners, most of them know, my my regular listeners know I don't have a smartphone and do not want a smartphone. 
because I work on three computers at once and I don't want my phone to be a computer. I want my phone to be just a phone. So, but okay, I see. But uh, and it wasn't your fault. We you had we had sound. I couldn't hear you because I hadn't put on my headset. Okay. All right. So we're all back. <laughs> okay, June. So I was saying, um, please introduce, uh, let our audience know a little bit about you. I met you. I love you. But um, introduce yourself to our, our listeners. Hi, everybody. So me, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm here. I am. Uh, an older woman. I started the Gathering Lighthouse when I was 70. It's been there for about five years now, so I'm 75. And I, one of the things that I, Carolyn, what I really would want you to know is that this oneness thing is so important. I'm so glad that you're doing this kind of thing. I, as a young girl, grew up very, very, very poor and was isolated from the community of the larger community. So I didn't understand what it was like to have um, connection with a lot of outside people. Uh, you know, you're black, I'm white. I, I didn't know what that meant. I had no idea. I, uh, my parents were extremely prejudiced and I didn't understand what that meant. I'm an Aquarian uh, astrologically, so... Okay. I kind of wanted to know everybody and I wanted to know everything and I wasn't allowed to. So this here is so important that I'm able now to have a place where people come, they can be themselves, they can grow into whatever it is they want to be and I can support them. And there's no prejudging. There's no, um, that, you know, they get to come in there and they get to say, well, this is who I am. This is what I believe. And I go, great. You know, what do you want to grow into? We support all that for them. I'm just so happy that at these ages, I get to do what I've always wanted to do all my life. I mean, I feel like a little kid, you know, this is, this is one of the things about me. I, I'm a Gemini. So I'm always very thoughtful and I love kids and I'm youthful. And, and so i you know, we just had our president pass, right? President yes. uh, Bush. He was a Gemini. And I think about him and I think about, yeah, I understand that, that being 90 and still wanting to, you know, jump out of an airplane or yes, just being vivacious and being involved all the time because it brings us such joy. And so I'm, you know, I came to this very, this kind of a lifestyle, it took a lot of courage to get here because my family was very, um, they were very tight. It was a very enmeshed family. You do for one another and no one else. And uh, so I had to break out of all that. I had to break out into my own lifestyle. I had to break out into becoming who I was. And that's not always easy, just like you, you know, here you are doing this beautiful radio show. I'm sure it took great courage to step up and go, I'm, I'm that. Yes. I'm not just this, I'm that. Yes. And so lots of naysayers in my life, lots of people saying, who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing? That self-empowerment thing that we're talking about, that yes. is yes. so important because I now think to myself, no one's living my life but me. They don't have the right to tell me how to do it. I want to be in a community of people who support what I want to do. And it's so important to have that community around me. I didn't. 
So what did I do? I created it. And this is one of the things that I think a lot of people do in life is they create these communities um, where they have an interest and they have ideas they want back and forth and, and they provide that for, they provide a platform for those who are like them and yes. then they come. Yes. You know, we're in our fifth year there. Yes. We do support people a lot who have been shunned, who have been, um, made fun of who have been shamed because they have strong intu intuition and intuitive powers and growing up they have been told they were wrong they didn't know what they were talking about they weren't seeing what they were seeing no you're not talking to grandma grandma didn't show up in your bedroom it was just a nightmare but for them the reality is it was happening Yes. And so they were brought to doctors and they were brought to psychiatrists and they were put on medi medication. And I just had a young woman that came to one of our meetings and all that happened to her. Now she's 27. She suffers from great anxiety. And we're a platform now for her to say, this is me. And we're sitting, sitting around in circle going, yeah, we know this is us. You know, yes. we all look alike here. Yes. This is our oneness showing yes. up. And we yes. want you to feel comfortable in your own skin and know you're no different than so many people out there who have not talked about their reality. Exactly. Because they're afraid. Yes. So this is what we're doing. This is what you're doing. You're creating that platform for people to come on, to have these conversations with one another. You know, I, when I met you out yes. there in Arizona, just sitting at a table, you came and sat down with me. I had no idea who you were. And we started up this conversation and the oneness was there immediately. Exactly. We are no different. Yes. Uh, we, you know, we had this connection because we have that understanding. Why have those barriers between us? Exactly. Why not, why not own our own truth and say, this is me. Why be afraid of being shamed and being punished and being set aside and ostracized because we are who we are. Exactly. It's not okay. And I provide that platform for people to own that truth about themselves. Uh, wow. I wanted this for a long, long time when I was in my early twenties and I started having children. I, a lot of my time, of course, you know, was taken up by motherhood and yes. raising these beautiful people. Yeah. My husband was not thinking like I was thinking. So we had a lot of tension, yes. <laughs> you know, in our relationship because of that. Yet I must tell you, we're still married. We've been married for almost 57 years. We understand one another. We, we have had to go through a whole lot of growth together. And every time that growth came, we yes. blossomed bigger. And our children blossomed bigger. But we both decided we were in this for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And the long Great. haul meant I'm married to you. You're married to me. Either we do this or we split yes. and we stayed together because we wanted that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, you know, relationships take a lot of work. Yes. And at this age, he's 76, I'm 75. We're still together. He's still working. I'm still working because economically, what else are we going to, we have to, you know, right. 
Well, and, so, and also you're doing what you love. I'm doing what yeah. I love. Yes. I have worked all my life. Yes. I've been working ever since I was a child. Mm -hmm. uh, when you come from a, a family that doesn't have a lot, you have to provide, you have to help, you have to contribute. You, right. you just don't get to be a kid. Right. And so I think that's really important for people to understand. But I learned so much from that. I learned what it meant to put my feet out on the floor in the morning and get up and have a purpose. Yes. There was a reason that I did the things I did. It's not that I didn't have opportunity to play. I did. Yes. Um, yet the 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 sanctity of the family was all important at that time. The fact that we were able to eat, we had a little garden. We had to have things out of the garden in the summertime. We raised chickens from little chicks so that we right. could have chicken to eat. We had a goat or a couple of goats, so we had goat milk. You know yes. what I mean? We didn't yes. have running water. We didn't have electricity. So we knew what it meant, the value of work and combined effort yes. so that we could survive. It was important. And I learned that. And that same thing holds true today. Yes. It may not be those same things, yet it is about community. If I have someone coming in that is extremely intuitive and people have been laughing at them and ostracizing them and they come to us in this emotional state of distress because nobody's listening right. we get to support we because we're now a community and we understand the importance of working together like i did as a child yes. so that we could survive and grow and prosper well let me let, i'm gonna i want to jump in because go ahead. you said so first of all age truly i'm really doing this show i'm learning the age is just a number you look right. 40. <laughs> okay <laughs> and people tell me all the time when i tell people i have a daughter that's 38 people tell me you can't be you can't have a daughter that's 38 because right. you don't even look 38. so i honestly i i'm realizing people that are not just spiritual but that are living their purpose like you are and that are, exactly. are are focusing on the bigger picture which is spirituality which encompasses the physical because spirituality oneness is teaches me that the spiritual is not separate than from the what we call quote unquote the physical the the physical comes from the spiritual and goes back to the spiritual so it's still all one but when you focus on that bigger picture of spirituality and you follow your passion it's like it's like drinking from the fountain of youth so, so age is but a number because you when you say you're 75 i'm like where <laughs> but yeah. uh, and i'm noticing that with many of my guests and the other thing you mentioned about growing up and and I guess in in your in terms, you were in a family that was prejudiced, but you didn't grow up to be prejudiced. That never resonated with you. So you is like I, I'm sure when you were a child, you're like, hmm, that doesn't seem right. You, I know for me, I couldn't speak up as a child. I was brought up in a household that was very strict, and as, and my father said, children are to be seen and not heard. So I know that. Yeah, so I was like, uh, no, this doesn't seem right, but I can't, I can't speak up. But what I want you to share, because you, you like, you, you've come, you know, from an impoverished, prejudiced, um, 
family, basically, society. And, 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 but that didn't, you didn't take on those, those attributes. You didn't take on being prejudiced. You didn't take on, okay, I'm going to stay in, 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 um, impoverished situation you self-empowered yourself like we're talking about so and i loved what you said about people coming to the center who has seen grandma and they saw grandma because grandma is still with you i don't care if she you know i know my son is still with me he's on yes in spirit i know very i have his voice on tape <laughs> i have physical proof he's still with me but so, so when a child sees grandma and has a conversation with grandma and then tells their parent about it, they're, you know, like you said, they'll take them to doctors or like, no, you didn't see what you saw, but that's, that's society. And so show, like, kind of give me an example. When someone comes to your center and they've had all these things, you know, people saying, no, you didn't see what you saw or no, you're crazy or tell me kind of take me like say i'm coming into your center kind of take me step by step a little bit on how you guide them into self-empowerment okay first of all the very first thing i talk about is shame okay uh, Brene brown has written some wonderful books on shame and uh how to overcome it this is what happens these children grow up with shame around who they are they uh, and they want to please other people so they shut all their intuitive abilities down so that they can belong so they can please their parents and and be part of the society in which they're living and because they don't want to be different they the shaming causes them to feel unworthy of the love and the attention of others so they try to fight that and yes. because they're feeling unworthy and frightened they get angry and we have a lot of people that end up being very angry and very anxious because right. they've been shamed into saying or thinking that they're not who they truly are. They do not own their truth. And it's because of others. So yes. uh, I always talk to them about that. I tell them that if you're going to be working with your intuitive stuff, your gifts or whatever you want to call this, then we want everyone to be emotionally healthy and understand why you came here. What did, what happened to you that you had to come outside your family to a different community to be who you truly are? And how can we support you now in feeling comfortable in being that, growing in that process, learning more about it, opening up more, having a safe container in which to do that, and yes. then going out there if you choose mm -hmm. and, you know, letting others know who you are. And if you choose not to, that's fine. But exactly. it's a no shame zone. Um, and they feel comfortable then to begin to slowly open up. We have groups of people that we work in. So it's a circle. There's always circles there of other people who came that same way, who now have grown into more who they are. And they are very, very supportive of newcomers. So, and they let them know that just like today, I'm telling you my story. Yes. So everyone learns from someone's story. So this is what happens. Yes. I also have a packet of information that I give them that have different ideas and there are all kinds of, you know, there are books out there by many psychics talking about how, the how-tos. Right. So, um, and it's important for people to have how-tos. Yes. Yeah. We talk about symbology, what that might mean for them. We talk about uh, the clairs, clairaudience, clairvoyance, you know, all those. We talk yes. about chakras. We talk, we run the gamut of things so that they get 
information that maybe they already read and now we are just supporting that. Right. Or maybe they've never heard it before and they wondered what it was. Right. So they're always open to asking questions. Uh, and if, if you have that kind of a place for someone to come yes. who can freely open up, it's confidential. They're not allowed to interrupt one another. When someone's speaking, they have the floor. Uh, they are not allowed to talk to each other while someone else is speaking so that that person speaking has the respect and attention that they deserve. Yes. Uh, they are allowed to let others know what happened for them, speaking in the eye. This is how I did it. This is what I did, uh, how I felt, how I maneuvered through things. So they hear other people's experiences, which really supports them. I just, like I said, had someone come in who was really in uh, dire straits about wanting to know what to do. And on the, the next day, I got a little message from them saying, it was so important for me to hear that all these people are like me, that, that I'm not crazy. Yes, yes, uh -huh. yes. Yes, so, and, and I, I want to jump in too with that, with the a like me in the sense that the oneness, I understand. See, here's the thing about oneness. It's this and that, not this or that meaning we are all unique we all have a unique purpose here we're all and we we have a unique reason why we came we chose to come here so that's i think is very important that for me i share like i said and i say i share this is when i'm sharing i'm sharing my truth what resonates exactly. for me and if it doesn't resonate with as true for anyone Hey, that's fine. This I'm just sharing with, and like you said, we we bounce off one another and we learn from that one another by sharing. And in my truth, when I share that um, we are uniquely different and have something unique to bring, we don't have to be clones of one another, but we can share and love. So I, I talk about um, unity within diversity all the time because i think that's very important for one the the truth of oneness to that doesn't matter that even if we have opposing beliefs that are totally opposite doesn't mean we can't love and share with one another and then and so i i love the the fact that you you guys come together and you share your stories this is this is what worked for me or this is my journey this is how i got there because i've done a hundred and 36 shows and yep. every guest I can identify with everything you're saying as far as growing up feeling like I have to please others growing up feeling like I was an outsider like there was some I used to think when I was very little that there was something wrong with me oh like, yeah yeah so I I understand exact I identify exactly with what you're talking about and then when we understand that we are unique and that we need to bring that uniqueness to the world. That's why we're here, that's why we came here. So it's important to understand that being unique is, is divine. It's exactly how you're supposed to be. You are, whatever's in your heart, it's exactly what you're supposed to be. No matter what anyone else says, no matter what society says, no matter what mommy says, no matter what, what the church says, what you feel in your heart is who you are and that's who you're supposed to bring are you uh, it, it's helpful 
because I don't like to use the word suppose. You do what, whatever in your heart. You know, I, I don't like to use the must or shoulds or, you know, whatever works for you, whatever floats your boat. But I find that, see that beautiful smile on your face? When you're living your truth, you, 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 you have so much joy. And, and life is not so burdensome, you know, it's not so, so you know that, hey, I'm doing what I came here to do. And that's just, to me, it's the most freeing and most empowering way to be in the world. No matter what anyone else says, or, and like you said, when I started this show, I lost friends. You know, I had some friends that were fundamental Christians and they didn't like the fact that I was having mediums and channels on my show. Oh, now that I mentioned mediums and channels, that's another thing. Um, I think I love the work. I've had some amazing mediums, amazing channels, amazing psychics on the show. And I love the work that they do. But I also love self-empowerment, meaning I don't want people that, we all have psychic abilities. Some just more, more um, are born with it naturally and it comes easier. Just like I teach piano lessons. Some students just come in and they're able to play the piano out the womb, you know? <laughs> That's just natural. But everybody, but everybody can learn to play the piano. So the same thing psychically, and, and um, you can learn, we can all get in touch with our loved ones if we just quiet our minds and listen. So I like to say to people that the outer world, books, teachers, psychics, mediums, they can all help in, inspire to point us to our truth, which is within us, because that truth has to come the awakening comes from within, not without. Right. Others can, books, psychics, teachers, all of them, they're great because they, they help point us to us because the, the, the awakening kind of blossoms. Like I, can, I woke up to the truth of oneness from listening to a quantum physics film. Now, someone else can listen to that same quantum physics documentary, What the Bleep. Someone else can listen to that and say, what? <laughs> you know? yeah, what the bleep? That, yeah, What the Bleep. That's, <laughs> that was the thing. It's really a great, it's a great documentary about quantum physics. And right. that, in, in that film, it was one sentence, actually, that woke me up. And, um, Lynn McTaggart said, the biggest problem in the world today is the illusion of separateness that we're every we're all one there's no separation separation is an illusion and that was you know i got now someone else can watch that film and just not not at that may not be their awakening moment we all awaken uniquely differently but all of these things help to point us to our awakening which is within right so, yes uh, a couple of things that you said, I, I really enjoy hearing it because it, they're things I say. Okay. It's so interesting. Many times when I meet other people who do this work, they're, we're all saying the same thing. Exactly. Living, yeah, we live in different places, but we're saying the same thing. Uh, speaking of books, we're having a book come out on the 15th. We're launching a book that we at the Gathering Lighthouse have made. Oh. And it's a, I know, this is really, I'm so excited about this because it's an anthology. 
It is people who come to the Gathering Lighthouse yes. who have written their stories and put in this book. It's Amazing. not about me. Okay. It's not about the Gathering Lighthouse. It's about owning our truth. That's the name of it. Owning our truth. Stories are souls. It's stories our souls came to tell. And we're launching it on the 15th. And we have 34 authors are people who come to the Gathering Lighthouse who have given us permission to put their works in the book. Everybody that worked on the book donated their time, their energy, their expertise, all the monies that come from the book. No one's taking a dime. It's all going to the Gathering Lighthouse so that it can survive and yes. create this platform for more to come. Awesome. So it's a first of many anthologies i'm sure that we will be working on so yes. that others who are you know we're regular people i go to the store just like everyone else <laughs> i'm not you know i'm not in i'm not one of the psychics or mediums who are out there big lights on, right. on big stages right. i'm on the small stage but every one of these people have come with their story and yeah. And I think to myself, here's the platform for them. It may not be out there in the big theaters, and, but they're regular people. They come from, they're your neighbors, they're mm -hmm. your employees, they're your people who walk past you on the street who were never allowed to talk about their story and they get to talk about it. I well, know. Let, let me I'm so excited. Let, and, and I can't wait. To, I can't wait. I definitely want to read that book. But here's the thing, too. I hear what you're saying about the big stage and the small stage, because one of the things I love to stress on this show, and this is my truth, that we're all equal. Even there are some people there. I've had uh, I've had um, New York Times bestselling authors as guests on this show. And I've had people that nobody had ever heard of before. Heard of. Yeah. And to me, each guest is equally because we're, we have, we, just the society we're brought up in, you know, you got this big stage and you got these people that is well known and has all, you know, best selling author, all that, which is great. But we all have a unique story to share with the world that when, in each of us are, we equally a shining light to the world. Yes. And so I love that the book that you're coming out with, I'm actually working on my first book because I've been asked to write a book and I, I'm in the process of writing it. And hopefully it's, it starts with my journey with my son and then it goes into my awakening, um, which actually my awakening actually started bef a little bit before my son transitioned, but his transition kind of really shot me in orbit in in the sense that it really pushed me to live my truth after my son transitioned so that's what so my it, it's going to be kind of autobiotic like an autobiography but uh i'm working on that but this is amazing and and i'd love to be in the next one that you come out with because i'd love to come there i've always wanted to go to the chicago area excuse me I would love to go to Chicago. I'd love to come. I'd love to to just talk to the you know to your your members and just share my truth, share my story. That's all I do. And and I'd love to have a, a little couple of pages in the next book that comes out. That would be great. Amazing. Yes. Well, you know, anyone who comes to the center 
uh, speaks there, whatever, anyone that has anything to do with the center has, I want them to speak in the books. I want the voices of the neighbors that live down your street to speak in the books. Yes. I want people to know that we are no different than you. We're out here in the community. We're not, we don't have leprosy. You know, we're not doing anything to harm you. We're here to let you know that even though we may belong to your church, we go to your stores, you know, we live the same kind of lives you do. We just happen to understand that there's more than less to what we're doing. Uh, people come from all walks of life to our community, all genders. <clears throat> they, uh, we have psychiatrists that come there. We have neurosurgeon that comes there, neurologist that comes there. We have lawyer that has come there. You know, I mean, we have people yes. from everywhere. Mm -hmm. It is confidential. So no one would know who they are. Exactly. Yeah. They're starting to look at this a little bit differently and saying, oh, it's all of us. Yes. It, we are, we all do this, but we don't talk about it. And so this platform gives that person an opportunity to say, I'm your neighbor mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to get you to do anything. I just right. want you to know I'm this and I'm yes. a church goer and I'm a, you know, a doctor and I'm a lawyer and, you know, they're regular people. Our son is a doctor. Okay. He's, he's 55. Okay. He doesn't live in my state yet. When he works with his patients, his intuitive self is constantly on. And mm -hmm. he knows that. Right. Uh, the same with my daughters. They're in their 50s. And they, they both work at the center. And their intuition is always on. Mm -hmm. So we're constantly day in and day out working with intuitive stuff. So yes. we don't want to offer truth, though, because we do belong to those churches. We do right. belong to that doctor society. They yes. don't want to hear us. Yeah. So we don't tell them. <laughs> exactly. Slowly. Yes. Slowly no, no. but surely, I think, honestly, Caroline, they're going to start. They're, it's going to be more of an open topic. Yes. And I hope that our book, Owning Our Truth, Stories Our Souls Came to Tell, yes. is going to be that platform for this topic to come out. Awesome. Uh, where you're not looking at just a person who has a big name saying, I'm this. No, we all are this. Exactly. Isn't exactly. That the greatest? Exactly. So it's excited. it's wonderful. It's so beautiful because that is so so true. And like you said, it is actually that's the reason I started this uh, show is because I wanted to have these conversations. And I can't just go into the grocery store and have this conversation with anybody. <laughs> you know. I so know. Yeah, you, so I listen, for me, I listen, so when I can share, I share. So I listen to see if the person is open. Like I said, um, there are some, and I even have this conversation with fun, I have nothing, as far as religion, I, the one, the thing about oneness, it's all inclusive of every right. religion, every, every belief system, every, that's, there is nothing outside of the oneness. It's all inclusive. That's what I love about it. Because when I first started this show, I was asked, what is this oneness? Is it a new religion? I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not a religion. It's including all religions. So you have uh, fundamental Christians that, you know, kind of um, 
it includes them. And I've had these conversations with many of them and in, in a loving manner. That's the thing I, I, I love about it. Even though my, you know, belief system doesn't incorporate theirs. Uh, the, my, I'm sorry, I think I said that backwards. My belief system incorporates every belief system. And but right. my, my belief system may not incorporate their belief system. Even though it, we can have opposing beliefs, we can still be loving. Loving and respectful of one another because I see everyone as a divine spark of God. A divine everyone's a divine light no matter what their belief so when you see that other person as a divine and honor that person whatever their belief is they're it's all welcome they're all welcome and it's all love and that's how we that's how we're going to get to world peace so a lot of people don't think it's possible it is possible and it's possible in our lifetime you know once the you know we all just say yeah you know it's okay that this person it looks different. It's okay that this person has a different belief. It's okay, you know, because we're all a part of God. We're all a part of all that is. My my term for God is all that is. There's nothing excluded. Right. So it, it's it's and, and what you just said is wonderful for for the community to come together and it's like, okay, this is me. This is who I'm who I am, and I'm gonna shine my light to the world you know, and be me. That is, is awesome. I love what you're doing there. I wish we, I wish you were closer. <laughs> wish you I were know. Right here in the Poconos. Right. But so, you know what, that's one of the, that's another interesting thing. Uh, one of the women that started with me a long time ago, she also has a group uh, okay. in her, but she has it in her home. Okay. So people come to her just like they come to me doing yes. this because have that same kind of openness and desire to have a space of safety for people to come and share who they are exactly. and grow whatever gifts they want to grow. If they, you know, I've got people who come in there and they're becoming amazing mediums or they're in there and they're becoming um, wonderful healers or, yes. you know, wherever they want to go. It, it doesn't really matter to me. Wherever what their you heart saying, leads them. Yes. Where, where their, their heart, heart leads them. them. Yeah, what you were saying, I think it's really important uh, because you were talking about the oneness thing. I, and that we could all maybe have peace or whatever. I understand that. Yet I look at the people who are frightened. They've been somehow they've grown up with so much shame and fear and anger that if they can get out of that peace, then they can understand oneness. Right. If they cannot get out of that peace, that fear and anger peace. All they're going to do is blame others. Right. And, and so I have no control over that. It's okay with me. I want to work with people who want to change their lives for the better. I, I don't right. know. I, I hear exactly you know. what you And so when we, uh -oh. when yeah. we work on, you yeah. know, when we work on our intuitive, when we work on that intuitive stuff at the center, we're also working on our emotional growth. And yes. I tell them when they come in, that we don't work on just when we work on all of this. Yes. Because we can, I do not believe that I can be a, um, a supportive kind of, ther not therapist, but a supportive kind of uh, intuitive person if I don't know me. Yeah. I have to know me and I have to make peace with me and I have to make peace with my past. Yes. And I have to realize that 
I have power within me. This is the self-empowerment part. Yes. Where I, if, I, if I believe that and I start owning my truth and they start owning their truth, then it is that we can go out into the world in a happy joyful way and not be angry about stuff so people gravitate to joyful people yes they don't gravitate to those who are <laughs> yes now let me now i want to uh, okay you, you're absolutely right about the fear i want you to think about the i i use this symbolism a lot the yin and yang symbol i know you know what that is yes. and now when you look at the yin and yang symbol symbol the the it's white and black opposing sides but no, and in a circle, and notice the white and the black are equal. They're exactly. not. Yeah, they're equal. So fear. I'm glad you brought up that because I that because to me there are two emotions. We act from love or fear. Or, yeah, that's what we act from. But and then you we think from a human perspective we think they're opposites. Yet love and fear, from my perspective, are the same energy. It's just that fear is lack or our thinking, because in truth, there is no lack of love. But fear is the thought or, or the belief that you're not love. Or you, you want to be loved, yeah. even though you are love. The essence of who you are is love. But you're, we choose, we came into this existence and we chose to forget that we are love okay so fear is the thinking and i use the word thinking that we have the lack of love and i say thinking because in truth in, in universal truth there is no lack of love but in thinking when you think oh i need to be loved and and i don't have love and i need to get love you can get you get angry and fearful that's where that right. comes from. But it's the same energy as the love, as the unconditional love. So they're not really separate. They're still the one. So I understand like when I come across a person that is full of fear and anger, my only response for me is to give them more love. Just, right. just to, you know, doesn't mean, now I'm not saying, I'm not saying now if there's someone out there listening to this and they're in an abusive relationship or something of that nature, I'm not saying anyone should keep themselves or put themselves in harm's way. Not that, I'm not saying that at all, because you can send love to a person at a distance. You know, sometimes you have to separate if someone's being abusive and you need to separate, you can still send them love from a distance you don't have to right. you know be be a, a punching bag for anybody i would never say so what i'm saying though so when i encounter people that i see i can tell by their words by their actions that they're just full of fear and blame like you said when the person's full of fear and full of anger they blame the world it's everybody's fault <laughs> but part of my message is nah we're, none of us are victims. We are creators. We are all creating this reality. And when you own that, to me, it brings a sense of peace. Because if I, if I created this, I can change it. I have the power to change what's happening because I created this. So, so but a lot of people that are, feel like they're victims, they have this victim and they, they're angry and they're fearful, they're going to lash out at who's ever around them 
And the only to, to for so if you're say you're awake and you know that you who you are, you know you are a divine aspect of God, and you come across someone who's fearful and angry, and then it oh you'll be I guess you got a call. <laughs> there you there you are. Um I'm back. Yes, the solution to that for me, my solution is love unconditional love and i find that you know it takes two people to fight so if someone's yelling and screaming and you don't yell and scream back and you just kind of send them love even you don't sometimes you can say you can send them love without saying a word you know and and um they're not getting the reaction that they thought they were getting or trying to get they they just like okay if they continue to try to fight, they're only fighting with themselves. They're not fighting with you, you know? So it's, to me, it's easy to end every argument and every fight by just not engaging in that negative energy. To engage from a loving place. And it's not always easy. It definitely, I can tell you, it's not always easy. Um, but to me, love, unconditional love is the answer to every situation that we find ourselves in. So just to come, be present and respond in love the best that you can. And then, yeah, and many times you have, you will have to separate yourself from that person, but still, so if you can remember to separate and remember to send them love as you're separating. Right. You know, <laughs> yes. You leave in love. Yes. Yes, 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 and let let them know. Oh, you know, I gotta go. I love you, but I gotta go. <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I wish you bet. I wish you all the best, but I gotta go. Sometimes it happens. That, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So that you know, uh, it's so nice to have conversation with someone on this level. Yes, where you get it. And uh, the other thing is that being able to be in the position that I am in. Yes. Just like you, you're a teacher. Um, you know, you're always teaching people. And so it's a, it's a wonderful place to be in, especially at my age. I love the people that come in and work so hard to change their lives and be who they are and, and really step into their own empowerment. Excuse me. And uh, one of the things is really about going inside to that mm -hmm. inner child that was wounded. I love that little one so that uh, they can heal. Mm -hmm. And then as the adult, you're not blaming anybody else. Right. You're, you're, you're accepting the full responsibility for yourself, like you were saying. Uh, it's just amazing. Yes. Now so, share with share with us some techniques that you. So somebody watching this show right now might say, okay. How can, get, share with us some practical techniques that a person that is feeling angry and fearful and, and blaming right. the world, um, share some techniques that they can. One of, the, one of the first things I would say to them is to realize when they're being shamed. And you said it earlier, you said, I don't like to use the word supposed to. Uh, or the word, the word should, as soon as I hear those words, and I tell everyone, as soon as you hear those words, know someone is shaming you to control you. 
And if you hear them, you can become aware of what is happening in your environment. And that awareness, then you can decide for yourself, does this have any value for me or not? Exactly. So if, if I could just get people to see that, hear those words, should or you know, supposed to, or give it, given that look like, what's the matter with you? You know, when you're being shamed. So become aware. Awareness is really a key here. Become aware of when people are shaming you. Okay. When they're shaming you, they are working at controlling you because they want something and you're not responding the way they want you to. Exactly. So they're going to get you to respond that way. You don't have to be angry at them. Just be aware and then say to yourself, what is the value here and what they want? You know, they're shaming me. I'm not going to buy into that. I'm aware of it now. Does it have value for me or not? And there is their self-empowerment. It's that simple, yet it has to be remembered and thought about as they're walking through their day. Exactly. Because they're being shamed. We shame each other constantly. Mm -hmm. We don't even know doing it. We do it constantly. A yes. look, a word, a gesture. And yet, if we become aware, the awareness is so, so important here. If you become aware of what those shaming things are, you get to decide the value. Yes. And if there's no value, you get to walk away without connection. Yes. You just disconnect and go, it's okay. I'm not mad at that person. Right. They may not even know that they're shaming me. Exactly. I know what's going on. It has no value to me. It's not about me. It's about them. I'm mm -hmm. walking away. Yes. So that would be the, the, if I could say anything to anyone today about self-empowerment, that would be the statement I would make today. It's very simple. I always watch also the words that I'm using. I don't try to do things. I do them. Okay. I'm not using the word but because it negates everything I say before it. Yes. Um, the other word, yes, the other word I don't <clears throat> I don't use is maybe. It's either I will or I won't, not I can't. Um I you know there there's empowerment in the words that we use and I Definitely. really believe that if people were more aware, again, the biggest word is awareness, if yes. they were more aware they would they would really take hold of themselves and walk forward uh the children inside of us uh those are the ones that buy into the supposed to's and the shoulds and all that other stuff because we're they're still alive and well living in us and they still have all those issues yeah so i i really work at them being aware of their child and being aware of the shame that's placed on them because that brings them back down to child status and yeah. when they feel as a child status, they feel unworthy of love, they feel fearful, angry, and then they blame others. So it's it's simple. It's a very simple concept, yes. yet it's not always something easy to follow. This is so, true. This is I, true. You know, I... Uh, I, I don't know how far we are into the show here. No, we're fine. The great thing about I, it, I, it's I, my I, show. It's my show. We can go yeah, as long as we My want. phone is going to run out. My phone's going to run out. Of, oh, your uh, phone is going to die. Yeah. Get, go get you, something and plug it in. Can you plug it in? Do that. Yeah. Would you, if, if you let me leave for a second, I'll go get of something. Of course. 
Of course. Okay, I'll be okay, back. sure. Okay, no problem. Okay, while she's plugging in her phone, that's wonderful because we don't want her to lose connection. Um, I'm, I'm going to touch upon and I'm going to share with her when she comes back. But while we're, you're, you're here, the audience, um, the, the awareness she spoke of is very important. And I find for me to keep in a state of awareness, uh, here she comes. To stay in the state of awareness, I focus on staying in the now, you know, and, and how I do that is sometimes just taking a deep breath, you know. So I was just sharing. Okay. I was, yeah, great. I was sharing with the listeners while you were getting the plug to plug in that you were talking about awareness. And I was talking saying how important awareness is. And for me, what helps me to stay aware is staying in the now, the present. You know, because yes. sometimes when we let that mind of ours go back to when we were five years old and being, you know, scolded, you know, for something we didn't do, you know, I've, I've, that has happened to me, right. <laughs> you know, and my mind goes back to that, or if I jump ahead in the future for thinking, thinking a disaster is going to happen that hasn't happened, but my mind is going there. So if I go past our future, I'm not in the now. That I, I lose that sense of awareness that you're talking about. Because to me, I, for me, my truth is consciousness, that awareness, that a consciousness is here and now. That is your point of power. Yeah. So I, for me, I take a few deep breaths. If something's happening that is like, okay, I got to take a, a few deep, like three deep breaths, step back before I respond, before I react, you know calm myself, center myself, and then come from a centered place of, of response to what is happening. So that is very true. That awareness is so key. And to me, awareness and consciousness is here and now. Not in the past. Yes. Not in the future. It's right here. And now one of my favorite books is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. But that I just feel myself, I can, I can have that peace, sense of peace and centeredness here and now. And then from there, react and act, act from a place of peace. That, that, that's yes. my, my tip for the listeners. Yes. But, uh, so, you know, it's, it sounds like you and I have been reading the same books or studying from the, you know, drinking from the same well. Yes, it's really yes. Interesting. That a that, lot of the language I that fountain a of, lot you. of the language that I use, <laughs> yes. you're using. So yes, I want to say something about the being in the now uh, and the awareness and being in the now. It's very true. Yet for me, I say. How do we even get to the awareness? We have to understand that it is the past yes. that is in our present, in the now, that is creating these issues for us. And so the awareness we have to bring to the fact that it is that littler person, the mm -hmm. younger person who had been blamed for something they didn't do, and I had also. Mm -hmm. uh, and so knowing that that person that little one that energy that past energy has pushed its way up into my awareness in the moment and that's why i am reacting to what's happening 
So, and the other word you used was respond. And I think respond is so important yes. as opposed to reaction. So the reaction is that knee jerk thing all of a sudden, you know, it's that little kid respond, reacting to the parent blaming them for something they didn't do. But if you become aware that that's who's doing it, yes, then you respond and it's different. And the power is in you. Exactly. It's so freeing and liberating to understand that. This is so people, true. You know, Caroline, people are out in the world. They don't know this. They're not told this. Exactly. If your program tells them, I tell them, others yes. are, if they come to me and they learn it, they tell each other. Yes. And then others can't control them. They're like, no, nah, that, does, that doesn't bother me anymore. You can't, right. you can't shame me into doing what you want me to do. It doesn't work. Exactly. And they come back to me and they go, oh my gosh, June, you know, my life is so different. I, it's so exciting to be able to be who I am. Exactly. This is yeah. so true. This is so true. And then exactly. And, and when, instead of, when, and when a person chooses to respond instead of react, the whole outcome is different. It shifts. Isn't it? Yes. Yes, everything shifts. So everything. It, yes. So there. So we're the shifters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's so true, like you said, we are living. We are living an amazing time because I do yep. believe humanity is awakening one by one. Humanity is awakening right. to the truth of who we are, empowered beings of light, in e uh, eternal power beings of life and creating these realities and just as a, a way of soul growth we create different realities we choose different um we choose our challenges you know in our our, uh, our soul plan we choose to be born into a family with no money or we choose to be born rich you know because sometimes even being born rich does not mean you have an easy life of it no <laughs> By just watching um, the media, um, and I don't watch a lot of media, but just from, we know that money does not, is not the, uh, the solve every problem. There are so many people with money who commit suicide, you know, actors and, and, and um, well-known people, that famous people, that they, the money, the fame didn't bring them happiness, you know? So we know that, you know, money can, it's a tool. For me, money is a tool. And um, for me, I always, everything I do is from the heart. Like this show will always be just sharing from my heart. But for me, it's a tool that I can use to just, you know, not, I don't even, mm, I was about to say empower, but share. More, for right. me, more it's about your message. Yes, it's, yes. It's supposed to in getting your message out. To reach more people. Exactly. Yes. That is what it, it, uh, it will be a tool to reach more. That's all. And because right. the more people we reach that hear this message, and if it resonates with them, and they go it within and, and come, you know, it transforms them, then, then it's all, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yes. One by one, we can tr transform the world to a place of peace and love because that is what we came here to do. 
you know, that's our purpose to just, you know, be loving and, and, and transform this world. Humanity is awakening for sure. Yes. 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 And I uh, had the honor, I'm sorry, I had the honor of meeting one of your lovely daughters and, and, and cause you were saying you have two daughters that work with you. And I had the honor of meeting one of them. I forget her name because I'm bad with names. What was her name? <laughs> her name is Margie. Margie, yes. Say hey, Margie. Yeah. I'm sure she's going to see this. Hey, Margie. <laughs> yes. uh, and you also met Patty Horton, who yes. is uh, one of the women that come to the center. She's a medium and she. She teaches at the center. She teaches different programs at the center. Her name's Patty Horton, and she would be someone to have on. She okay. has a, a, a different little perspective than I do. Okay. And um, I tend to be a little more scientific about what I'm seeing and how I'm teaching. Uh, Patty Horton is a little more on the spiritual side. I'm mm -hmm. not quite that way. So everybody that I know has a story, a beautiful right. story. Yeah. I think it's really important for them uh, to be able to express themselves in that way. I have a lot of people that come to the center who are incredibly uh, talented people. And I, you know, it's, it's nice because they share with everyone. Yes. They don't hold it close to their bodies and say, no, you can't have this. Right. It's no. not about that. Well, when you're, when you're awake, like, you know that sharing is because when you share with another, you're truly just sharing with another aspect of yourself. So you're exactly. not, there's no, nothing wrong with sharing because you know, you're, you're just giving to the one, the whole. And it's interesting you brought up the science versus, versus spirituality, because for me, it was science. That awoke yep. me to the truth of oneness. Now, I've been studying spirituality, metaphysics, off and on for years, but there was a missing piece. There was still something, right. like, you know, something was missing until I watched What the Bleep and I was awakened to the truth of oneness. And that was science. So for me, science and spirituality, is there's a bridge there, especially now. Yeah. There's a bridge. And, and, and it's still, but I know that the science piece of it will help those skepticals people that if i can't see it you know and it's already scientifically proven how limited our senses are our our sight our smell our, our taste everything about our physical body is extremely limited science isn't proven, it there, science has proven there's so much more out there that we can't see, hear, touch, or feel, you know, feel, but they they know they can sense it with equipment. It's out there, you know. <laughs> Just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So, I, but I love the fact that science has proven that. Yes. 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 Uh, so there are, you know, I, I I think about the scientific stuff, and it's so exciting because yes. when you and I the symposium yes and so Rinaldi yes. was there yes with her <laughs> yes I was like a little kid in a candy store yes seeing what she's doing I mean Dude. I love it exactly and the, you know the group of 30 that were there and yes. their children growing up and yes I was able to come home and talk about that 
Amazing. to the people that come to the center and to my circles. And I was like, look at you guys. Yes. Now, I want to tell you, there was also a woman there, two women. Okay. They sat at our tables when we were doing banquet. Okay. And they said, you know what? <clears throat> we were in the hallway. There was a painting on one of the walls there. It's a mother and a daughter. They both had cell phones. They said, we took a picture of the painting. We liked it. Mm -hmm. But when we both looked at our cell phones, the painting was not there. What they actually t had on their phones was a picture of the mother's son and the sister's brother who had passed. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. At the yes. Yes. That is amazing. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I, yes. So what we'll do, I can send it to you. Okay. I don't know if they want them on the big screen or not. I asked them to send them to me. I okay. show the people at my center. Okay. Um, I think I still have her name. Maybe you could get her name. Maybe you'd want to have okay. her on okay. to talk about what their experience was. I'll look okay. back through my emails. And, um, but the fact that she got to sit at our table, the fact that her and her daughter who came there right. just to see about what are people doing about life after death? Right. Because here's this young man had died and they wanted to contact him. And I'll be darned if he doesn't show up there. Of course. And you can oh. see it. It's not as clear as what Sonia has on her right. computer. But you know it's him. Yes. Because I have a, they sent me a picture of him in life. Yes. And these two pictures off these separate phones. Wow. <laughs> I was so excited to get it. And I right. show people all the time. Now you should now um <coughs> Sonia has been on my show since since the, I know. Yes. And um they should send it you should have her also send it to Sonia. Yeah, I can That's I can true. give you I can give you Sonia's email. Sonia's I in Brazil. Oh, oh, you I have it. Okay, well, I'll send it to you in case you don't have it, because that would be great for Sonia to see, and I would love to see it. And now I think I said to you, now, I know my son is in spirit. He's been in spirit for four years, but I know he's right here with me. A, he told yeah. me he's very proud of the show, and he's my co-host. He's told me that, and I have his voice on yes. tape from two years ago. Now he's been in spirit four years, but I have his voice on tape from the spirit world and it's clear as day. I can't make out yeah. what he's saying, but it's clear as day, it's his voice. So it's, yeah. we, we know they're not gone. And like you said, yes, the scientific evidence, there's so much scientific evidence that our spirit, when we leave our body, our body is temporary like a car. I think of my 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 body is a vehicle to get around in this reality, you know. But once it's gone, I I'm still here. I'll still be here, you know. I'm not gone. Right. Just like just like you're not your car, you're you're not your body. You know, you are spirit, eternal, forever, spirit, and we all are that. And there's so much scientific evidence to that so people that say ah, they don't believe i'm like okay well i don't you know what if the if all the scientific evidence doesn't help you to at least open your mind up to the possibility <laughs> i don't know what it's like it also, it's like looking at the a starry sky at night and seeing all the be all the planets all the stars the billions and billions infinite number to say that only this little planet Earth 
has life on it. <laughs> when there's billions and trillions, I, I can't even say how many, if not infinite number of planets and star systems. Why would, that's just to me so kind of small minded <laughs> to think, oh yeah, just our planet has life on it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I love that you're saying that because it's so true. And yeah. I saw recently uh, an artifact that they had gotten. It's actually a skeleton of some kind of a mammal. And mm -hmm. they found it and they dated it to 237 million years ago. Okay. Wow. Earth. Uh-huh. So yes. our Earth is how old? We don't know. But right. It's old when you think about 237 million yes. years old yes. and we think that we are something special <laughs> i mean we're special yeah right you know, right we, we cannot be the only um right intelligence that is in this just this one universe yes i mean they're saying there's probably more universes and in with this one universe are right. billions of galaxies with billions of stars and right whatever. okay so yes. <laughs> uh that tiny little ant that lives outside of my house running around in my yard that's yes. kind of how i feel sometimes oh yes those, you know? oh yes and yes well in truth though but i mean but in it, it's like i said with one it's not this or that um we can think of ourselves as that tiny little ant compared to the vast universe but also understand that tiny little ant is not its body it is it is part of all that okay. it is so it's not yes yeah. are that right now that tiny little ant is just in that little vehicle ant body right but in its essence it's part of all that is and it's a holographic part now i love when i think of holographic i always use rumi's quote you're not a drop in the ocean. You are the ocean in a drop. So we are each cells, holographic cells of God, of all that is. Meaning the whole universe is within you. The whole universe is within each of us. And so when you think of hold, it's not a piece of God. You're all of God in a drop. Yeah. That's what we are. We each are all of God in a drop. So it, and, and one aspect, we're just this tiny little thing. But in the um, another aspect, we're this tiny little thing that encompasses it all. That's how powerful we are. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, when you were a little when you were a girl, did you think about these things? Oh, interesting. Uh, uh, when I was like, when I was <laughs> when I was little, honestly, no, I honestly, from as early as I can remember, I thought, okay, I remember, and because I went to Catholic school, and in Catholic school, they taught God does not make mistakes, right? And I thought, well, he made a mistake with me <laughs> because I, I thought not that I was a mistake. I just did not belong here. I, that's what I thought from a very young age. Uh, 
I'm on the wrong planet. I mean, I do not belong here. I've always, and then I thought that all my, my whole family made me think that there was something wrong with me. Like, and I would say, what is wrong with me? (laughs) You know? So that as a very young age, I said, okay, I'm, I don't belong here, God, you put me on the wrong planet. And what's wrong with me? You know? So from very young age, I I felt like, uh, yeah, what I was being taught just didn't resonate. And of course, at that age, I couldn't say this doesn't resonate. (laughs) with me but I I have to say one of the things uh, even as a very young child up in my early teens and uh, in my teens and 20s I got married at very young at 17 I basically got married to run away from home I married my first boyfriend just to run away Um, it was an escape Um, so we know that didn't work out but uh, but I got two beautiful children out of it so it, it all worked out but I always there was always something inside of me that said I have to follow what's in my heart against all odds so that I have to say that it's always been and I'm 56 so I I probably around around the age of of your daughter your daughter's age how old are your daughter right she's 56 okay No, no my son's 55 she's 54 okay so I'm around their age. So yes. you look like you're my age. <laughs> you're so, so young and vital. Yes. It's just, you know, it feels good. And that's that's kind of the message I really want to share with our listeners. It truly does feel good when you're following what's in your heart against all odds, no yes. matter what anybody says, no matter what society says, what well, if if it feels right to you, long as when I say it feel when if it feels right to you in integrity, and I'm gonna use I'm gonna say integrity. Now, when I use the word integrity, I'm not talking moralistic. I'm talking integration, meaning you when you know you are a part of the whole, and the whole is a part of you. Integration. When you know that everything you do affects everything everyone it affects the planet it affects the universe that's how important you are when you understand your connection to all that is and you are following your heart knowing your connection to all that is so what you do it's not going to just affect you it's going to affect the entire universe when you do that when you follow your heart with integrity So when I say integrity, I'm not talking moralistic, the church and all of that. I'm talking about knowing your connection to all that is, then that is when you will feel a sense of peace and that sense of oneness. Yes. (laughs) Right. So this is, you know what, for your young age, you're very wise. Oh, I'm a grandma. <laughs> I know I'm a great grandma. Okay. Four amazing great granddaughters. Oh wow! Yeah. Amazing. Now look at this great grandma. Looks like she's no more than forty at the most. Thirty-five. <laughs> okay. So I want to say something about you. I I really enjoy listening to what you you know. Our conversation is really so amazing because you speak my story 
I went to a Catholic school. I didn't belong there. I didn't understand. I, you know, the things that I knew didn't uh, connect with what they were teaching me. And so the word that I want to say is courage. It takes such great courage to step out of the life that was planned for us by our families and our heritage or whatever it was and to be who we are and live our own truth own that owning our truth that owning our truth piece has um it gives power to others as they walk with us to own their truth and that in itself it's something we teach it's something we are and and others get it yes i don't care when people come to the center caroline i don't care what religion they are i don't care what their belief systems are it's they can have all that and i tell them that i'm not here to change any of that i'm here to support you enhancing that yes and looking more into the truth of who you are and not being frightened to do that if you have to change a belief because what you find now about yourself and your truth does it resonate with that belief system then let it go yes exactly um that's their decision that's the courage that's what it takes it takes immense courage to begin to question our own selves and go is it my truth Or am I doing this because someone told me to do this? Exactly. What resonates with me? Am I going to give myself permission to step aside from all those people who don't believe this? Uh, It takes, it's hard for people. It's not an easy path. It wasn't for you. It's not for me. Yet I don't care anymore. (laughs) I don't care what anyone thinks. Right, I right, am right. What I am, I still have family members to this day who think I'm, you know, I'm so far out there. They just don't want to have anything to do with me. Uh, that yeah. started when I was young, and yes. I had to disassociate from a lot of my family members until they realized I was still in my right mind. Yes, very <laughs> much yet so. Was all that stuff that I was given to become more of me, to own the truth of me. So therefore, that's why our book is called Owning Our Truth. And these are the stories our souls came to tell. We just have to find places that will listen, people that will listen and spread the news. It's great news. Uh, I I think there was somewhere back there going good news something or other, you know? So I think that's this is your show is good news and oh yes 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 now please share share with our listeners how they can find your website how they can get a copy of the book when it comes out share all that good detail with our listeners all right so we are at www.thegatheringlighthouse.org You'll find us there. You'll find our calendar and all the things that we do there because we run the Gathering Lighthouse Center and almost every day there's something happening, some program, some teachers coming in to teach something different. They teach astrology, numerology, uh, psychic abilities, 
uh, mediumship abilities. They teach empowerment. They teach uh, manifestation of whatever it is you want in your life. We have some great teachers that come there. And then we have presentations from speakers mm -hmm. like you would come you would be our speaker and then you would say something about what you do and so we have people like you that come there to the center um we so that's what that's all about we have a meetup mm -hmm. the meetup is the gathering lighthouse meetup so if they go on meetup they'll find us under the gathering lighthouse okay in illinois okay um, the let's see what else do we have we have our book coming out on the 15th so we're launching it at the center we'll be selling it there at the center awesome. and the author, 34 authors most of them will be there to sign the book that day i just think it's so exciting awesome but it will be on amazon okay and it's called owning our truth stories our souls came to tell and it'll have my name on there june may Cordum. Okay. and that will be um you can find it on Amazon, uh, but that'll be after the 15th, I'm sure. It okay. is on there. Ebook is on there already. Okay. So if people do the ebooks, they can go on there and get the ebook. Uh, so that's out already. Okay. And the 15th is the physical launching. And awesome. also the 15th, and I just want to share this before I go. Of course. The, the rest of the day, we start from 3 o'clock, and then we run to 6 with the signing of the books and the launching. And then at 6 o'clock, we're doing a Yule Log party and a giving tree. So people get to pick a name off of the tree of someone in the community that has less, and they can take that home and get a gift for them. Aww. And they'll, we'll be sharing uh, cake and sandwiches and, you know. Yes. yes. Just community gathering yes. so that people can get to hang out and just kind of love on one another a little yes. bit if they want. Yes. So, and That's we also, we, we do, people come to the, the Gathering Lighthouse and we've got a box where they can drop off uh, slightly used winter clothes for the less fortunate or yes. brand new socks. They have to be brand new or underwear, right. brand new underwear. I mean, right. things that people really need this time of year, especially the homeless people out there on the yes. streets. Yes. And so we participate as much as we can in the community. Yes. I, I want to give back. Yes. You know, yes. for getting packages, you know, like food boxes from the church, because as yes. a kid, we didn't have it. And when a kid is without, it, you know, it's really hard. Yes. So yes. times where it was very sparse, there wasn't much there. And yes. so to know that there are these children out there. Yes. You know, yes. without coats and boots, it's hard. Yes. I don't know. Yes. So no, it's part beautiful. of what we do. We like to give back. Oh, definitely. You know, to the community. So definitely. what is going on? Uh, the new year, oh my goodness. I'm not going to get into a whole lot of stuff, but I do. We do a vision board at our at the center. Oh, uh, I love vision so, board. Oh my God, it's so much fun. We set up all these tables and we have live music. Some of our people... Um, uh let me see john and karen they have a a band not a band but they do flute and all these different right. kinds of instruments yes they come and play for us um and then we have we have karen will talk about the astrology for the year mm -hmm. and then i talk about numerology for the year and their numbers for okay. the year so yes it's just a fun you know community fun get together have it, fun and it sounds amazing and I get all excited because I, 
I get to party and have fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds amazing. And anybody that's in the, uh, how far are you from Chicago? I know you're not right in Chicago. Okay. So we are in Lombard, which is one of the suburbs of Chicago. People are very aware where Lombard is, the Chicago okay. people. We have people okay. from all over that come there. Okay. Uh, we're at 26, we're 26 North Park Avenue in Lombard. And uh, you can, again, get to the website. Uh, yes. You'll see all the information there. We, we have people come out from Chicago to be with us. Awesome. We have a, the train stop right about a block away from our building awesome chicago very so if good live in chicago and you want to get on the train and come out it is so convenient it's amazing awesome. so yeah very That's very good very good well, I you, love being with you how I, you don't live here so we can go out to lunch well you know what i definitely have 2019 is not we're right at the door of 2019 and at some point in the year of 2019 i have to figure out how to get to chicago i will be there definitely you do. definitely yeah. we, we will there are other places you can also you know in chicago there's more than one place to go to to talk to people yes. so you know yeah. we can talk about that and i can give you other centers and that that you can go to and and just kind of spread the word of what you're doing and yeah. you know everyone's doing a lot of good work they're a little different than us but yes they're doing good works too so yes. i want to share that definitely yeah. definitely it's okay. all about it's all about sharing the truth that we're all one and unconditional love that's what it's about thank it you is. so much june thank you this has been amazing i just love I it so like it said honestly i do want to get to chicago area i i say chicago it's easier to, than to say the name of your town <laughs> i, I want to get there this year this coming year and you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Well, I'll tell you what. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you too. I have an empty, uh, an empty bed in my house. Okay. So, <laughs> same thing. Hey, about. same thing here. I have a, a, a I have two guest rooms. So you come to the Poconos. <laughs> I have two guest rooms. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you don't have to pay for a hotel. We all live on this slight budget, you know. So yes. All right. I love you. Thank you very. You and too, sweetie. You. We're going to keep in touch. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye, sweetie. Got okay. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.